0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Screen Nerds Podcast My name is Michael Burgett and thanks for joining me for this re-screen episode of The Truman Show The 1998 dramedy film starring Jim Carrey uh, just got done re-watching the film and wanted to share some of my thoughts and memories of seeing the film for the first time As well as some of my thoughts on this latest rewatch. Uh, so like I said, this film came out in 1998 in the summer And I had just graduated from high school, uh, was going to start college in the fall, and I remember seeing this film in my local theater. Uh, I've mentioned before on the podcast, uh, the Shady Brook Cinema uh, was the local theater in, in the area where I grew up and that's where I saw this film and unfortunately uh, as I've mentioned before uh, the theater does not exist anymore it was uh, torn down a couple years ago and so uh, very sad that is but a lot of great memories a lot saw a lot of great films in that theater growing up and this was one of those films and I remember going into the theater to excited to see this film because it looked interesting uh, in the '90s, I loved Jim Carrey films. I was a huge Jim Carrey fan, still am. But uh, really, in the '90s, it was like if, if Jim Carrey was in it, more than likely I was going to the theater to go go see the film. And uh, yeah, so I was I was excited to see this film, and it, it was definitely a change of pace uh, from some of his other work. Uh, you know, he was very much well known at that time for Ace Ventura, The Mask. Even the cable guy, uh, but you know this film was definitely a lot more uh, dramatic elements to it, uh, which was just interesting, especially given the the premise of the film and uh, of that time frame. It's just really interesting, and I remember loving the film, and it was one of those films that you know. Back when you know you had VHS, <laughs> I, I got the VHS copy of it when it came out and watched it when I was in college and still have definite fond memories of watching the film uh, with my best friend in college, Daniel. And we would quote uh, this film in numerous parts and especially the one part that we would always quote was the line about the dented beetle. Uh, that's one that never fails we, uh, any kind of a random time we would be uh seeing a a Volkswagen bug any if it was on campus it was out out in the out on the town or wherever we were at uh we we would see that and we would say there it is there's that dened Beetle and just quote that line and just such such fun and so this film has always been one that's really been one of my favorites ever since I saw it and uh, it had been a while since I've seen this film and so it was good to revisit the film and if you don't know or don't remember this film uh, basically the premise of it is Jim Carrey plays Truman who is the star of a reality show known as the Truman Show and he's the only one that's not in on it. Everybody else That's on the show knows that it's a show and they play their parts, whether it's uh, his parents, whether it's uh, his wife, whether it's his best friend or anyone that works uh, in the town. They all know it's a show, but he's the only one that doesn't. And ever since from birth, they've been capturing Uh, Footage of Truman And growing up And uh, all under the auspices Of Christoph Who is kind of the creator Of the Truman Show And watching over him And uh, throughout the course of the film We see Truman starting to Wake up to uh, What's going on And the struggle That he has in, in understanding That everything in his life Has been a lie And that, you know what what is real what is not real and lots of different things that come out of uh, those questions and it really is it's it's a fun film and there are lots of funny moments and of course Jim Carrey's a funny guy and so uh, lots of fun moments but there also is some serious philosophical questions that were brought up and you know you think back to 1998 reality shows were were around, you had like the real world and you had some other ones like that, but you hadn't really gotten into that cusp of reality TV that was, you know, a few years away. And obviously today with social media and with YouTube and streaming and all these other avenues that people, you know, broadcast of themselves, uh, it feels like this film is both a predictor of what was to come, but also is of an era that really can't, you can't even exist anymore. Like I, I don't know if you could even make this film today uh, just because of the way society has gone to understanding streaming and broadcasting our, of ourselves, that uh, it it would be almost difficult to almost control that environment. Even ethically, would that be possible and all these different things. But that's one of the things I really appreciate about this film is it asks questions, it makes you think, and it's entertaining. And it's just all around very well done. Um, In this rewatch, there were a couple of things that really stood out to me. One is And and one of the things that I'd forgotten was you don't really get like traditional opening credits to the film. Like you get credits of sorts that lend itself to it being of the show more so than the, you know, the actual (laughs) actors that are uh, in the film. You don't get those credits until the very end of the film. Uh, And one thing that I, never knew because i never sat and watched the credits uh until this time was they broke the credits down as well like you have uh truman's world and then you have the credits of everybody that is in Sea Haven and their involvement in in those actors and then you have christoph's world and you have all the actors that are that are there in the 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 central hub of Uh, the studio and then you have like the viewers and so then you have the credits of everybody else and so that was interesting that i never thought about or even noticed that the way they broke that down is like even in the end credits they broke everything down in such an interesting way Uh, time in this film is so interesting like they make a point of saying how many days it's been uh the show's been going on, and I think it was up to, like, 10,913, which, if you figure that up, it's less than 30 years, so, like, he's not even reached his 30th birthday yet, and that's how long the show's been going, but you never really know exactly, like, is it present day? Is it, like, is it 1998 that this is taking place? Is it because you look at Sea Haven and it's like, it's almost like out of time. Like there's, there's elements there that look like they're from like the 1950s or 1960s. Uh, You have music that's playing that's classical music. So it doesn't give like an idea of like modern times. Uh, It's really time in this film is very interesting in how they portray it. Like you really wouldn't know it's, present day except for the fact of when you go to where the viewers are and where they're hanging out and watching and that was another thing that stood out to me that I had completely was oblivious to was the Truman Bar like I remember watching the film and seeing the bar scenes where you had the people hanging out at the bar watching uh, the TV but I never noticed that the establishment was named the truman bar so i wonder is it like do they have specials of like f- meals and drinks that are you know uh, from the show is is it something where it's like uh, do they have you know obviously they have watch parties cuz there's people there all the time but like it it's just an interesting concept like to to have a dedicated bar for a show like obviously you have dedicated bars for like sporting events and things like that but for a reality show like that even in 98 that just seems like a a wild concept that that was such a thing but th- that's what it was in in the film and uh it really just kind of stood out to me uh, another thing was marlon his best friend like you think they would have given him a better job like he's you know stocking these vending machines and that and that's his job. You know Truman at least gets a desk job at, at the insurance company. Like you th- you would think Marlon they would give the best friend a, a pretty, you know, nice job as well instead, you know, he's having to do uh, stock vending machines all the time and so that I, I it's like on this watch I was like that's you know you think like a co star of that magnitude would get a uh, a better job, but apparently they didn't think that he wanted to get that kind of a job. Uh, another thing, you know, going, you know, looking at the cast, um, really a great cast. Like you have some, some, you know, people in their prime, like with Jim Carrey, like he was at the, you know, apex of his. Uh, hotness in in the '90s there with with what he was doing. You had Laura Linney, uh, you had um, Ed Harris as Christoph, and it, it, that was gonna, kind of an interesting play that he did. And really, really, um, it, you it's like you you want to not like him, but he still gives off that kind of likeness. Um, very interesting, and one of the things that really just was. I don't want to say shocking. It was just kind of surprising. Was seeing how young Paul Giamatti was in this film. Like he, you know, if you if you don't remember, he's one of the tech people uh, that's working for Kristoff. And he has just about all his hair on his head. He, he's got a goatee and he just, he looks young. And it's just like, I guess I've seen him in so many other things since then uh, that it, it just looks it just looks weird seeing him that young and, but, but he did a great job. I really love the actress that played Sylvia. Uh, she was one that I wish was in more things even to to today because she was just so great in in this film and really just enjoyed her performance. And like I said, I, I I wish that she was in more stuff, um, But really, just a great cast. And I'd also forgotten how great the the music was with this film. This film has such great orchestral music that just really feeds into the film and just makes it just feel so dramatic when it needs to. Uh, It it really is just uh, something that's very underrated and completely... I think kind of gets forgotten about at times, but, uh, just really enjoyed that too. Um, one of the things that was just kind of funny was how the one time they talked about TV and they show and they, they turned the TV on and whatever. They mentioned, I love Lucy, but then they mentioned like this, you know, made up movie, like, and part of it is too, is to make, uh, truman you know stay where he's at Sea seahaven but i wonder is it like do they actually like show things f- from the outside world like like i love lucy like you know classic films like you know do they ever show it's a wonderful life like like things like that like i wonder uh how that works and also just of like the people that are in the in the show like you you think about their commitment like are they you know do they get time off is it like when they go on vacation quote unquote is that when they get time off the show and uh, all these different things and it's just there's a lot to to think about like looking at it from you know past 1998 because like I said you know I don't know if You can make this film today uh, because of the fact that there's, you know, so much with technology now. Like you would have to, if you were to try and make a film like this, you'd almost have to, you know, cut people off from communication and all these different things of, you know, cell phones and computers. And I mean, you you see the few computers that are on this Uh, on this film you know they're you know very old and very you know not modern at all um even with you know of that era they were kind of modern but not necessarily i would say like up to date uh, in 1998 um but yeah it's it's a very interesting film and i i feel like that as a film it still stands out it still stands up uh, today, like it's still a quality film, still very enjoyable, uh, but it is of an era. Like it is definitely of its time, uh, because, like I said, I there are elements to it that I don't think you can you know bring to today and <laughs> it and have happen. But uh, it definitely is a film that I think it showed the range that Jim Carrey had. I think it really has depth to the story, and the way it ends, it makes you you know wonder like what happens with Truman because we don't know what happens. He walks through the door and he's gone, and you know everybody kind of goes on with their lives uh, with uh, with the viewers, but you know we, we don't know what happens to the cast we don't know what goes on with them and and like I said, we don't know what happens with Truman. I always like to think that him and Sylvia ended up together, like somehow, some way that, you know, I'm always one of the happy ending. (laughs) And so for me, that, that's, that's my happy ending with this film is Truman finds Sylvia and they, they get together and, you know, have a life together. But, uh, I think it's intentionally, left up into the air as to what happens in this film uh, with the characters like you just don't know and i i think it fits the film because so much of it is scripted in the sense of controlling where truman goes what he does Uh, so to have the ending of truman just walking out and not knowing it it leaves a lot to the imagination i think that it really does Fit the story and fits the character, and so really, just I love this film. It's a great reminder of watching this film again, just how how great a quality of a film this is, and it's you know it's unique. Uh, I, I know that they you know around this time there is the Matthew McConaughey film Ed TV, but that one you know. mcconaughey's character is in on it like he knows that he's being filmed and everything but like with this one it's you know truman doesn't know until the very end of the film that he you know he's a part of a television show it's just he you know goes for nearly 30 years of his life thinking you know this is his life and so really just quality storytelling quality film really just enjoyable I I would say if you haven't seen it in a while, definitely check it out again. I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. You'll have, you'll have the laughs and you'll have the, the, the thought provoking moments and just a really good film. And, uh, it's one of my favorites and, uh, glad I got to rewatch it again. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the film. You know, when was the first time that you saw the Truman show? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, what you think of the film and, and, what do you think happened with Truman and Sylvia? Do you think they got together? I'd love to hear your thoughts, and you can share them with me anytime by email at screennerdspodcasts at gmail.com. You can always find us on Twitter at Screen Nerds Pod and tweet your thoughts there. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and Blue Sky just by searching Screen Nerds Podcast, hitting that like button, hitting that follow button, and sharing your thoughts there. And if you get an opportunity, please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. We're on all the places that you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, CastBox, Amazon Music, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. If you would, please leave that written review, leave that five-star review, hopefully, and share the podcast around. We'd really appreciate it, and it really does help. So, again, thanks for joining me for this rescreen episode. My name is Michael Burgett, and we will catch you on the next episode.